What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I am your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. And we are super excited. We have an amazing guest. Uh, You guys have been loving these episodes, so we brought our good friend Courtney on here. And for those of you who don't know, she is a wife, a mother, a realtor. She's a hot Cheeto lover and, of course, a fitness (laughs) advocate and fitness influencer. So make sure to check out our Instagram. But hey, above all, Courtney, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, we caught that a uh, hot Cheeto post. You know, that was that was fun. Like, give us some backstory was, there. That was just out of the blue. I mean, <laughs> I want to post at least one time every day, and I was like, "Crap! Like, what do I post today? I don't, I don't have any ideas." And I was eating hot Cheetos at the time, so <laughs> I love so it. Good. But- as you know, like, you know, we like bringing, you know, some real people on here and Courtney has made so many different transitions in her fitness journey. Um, and she's, you know, once again, we're going to dive into everything. Like she's competed. She's now a mother. Um, she's sponsored athlete. She's a realtor now. So once again, like we're really excited because this can give you a whole different perspective like that Josh and myself can't necessarily share. Um, but we're super excited. So I guess even jumping into the first question, we're kind of wondering like how your views of fitness has changed throughout your life between like being a student then to an athlete then to a competitor now to a mother like what stayed consistent and tell us a little bit about that I got into fitness gosh I want to say when I was I'm 25 now when I was about 17 or 18 was when I really started to get get into it Um, I just did like little workouts with my brother up in our spare room and then uh he ended up buying me a gym membership. So that's when I started actually going to the gym. Cause I mean, you you know, you could do home workouts, but we all know that the gym is different. So, um, when I started, definitely it was because I wanted to look better. That was like my main focus. I wasn't like, Oh, health. I was like, I want to look good. <laughs> But then, you know, after a little while, that started to change. I think what kept me going was I know that working out and eating good is healthy for you overall. Like, I believe that if you can, you should do it your whole life. So that's what really kept me going. Because I think if you, I think if you start for the wrong reasons, like just wanting to look good, it's easy to um, give up if it doesn't start going the way you want it to. And that started happening for me. Like I expected things to happen quickly, like within a couple months, but (laughs) it didn't. So I was like, oh, you know, I should just keep doing this. So at least I'm healthy. Um, But I actually have never competed. I've wanted to but I have never competed. So I don't know. Um, I know for competitors, they have to get super lean. I have been, I have got super lean on my own without heading into a competition, but um, I've never, I've never got, what is it? What would you call it? Stage Absolutely lean. shredded. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, and then now as a mom, 
of course you want to look there's there's pressure to look good I think the pressure comes from like you're putting it on yourself also social like social media when you post your body when you post pictures of your body you will you want to look good like deep down you definitely you just there's just pressure to and when you have a baby and your body completely changes gosh it was such a shock like I remember when I put one of my old bikinis on and I was like oh no <laughs> like what you get used to it you know after the nine months when you're putting on weight for nine months you get used to the way you look and then I have so many pictures to look back at you know so when I look back at those pictures I'm like well, I look like I look completely different not in like a bad way but it definitely changed from I think overall now I lift for health because I have days you know like I'm occupied with real estate and my daughter and I'm like oh, you know like I don't want to work out today but that's when I start thinking about the health aspect of it my gosh oh, even if I just go and work out for 30 to 45 minutes at least I went and I did something you know um and then now being pregnant again I'm actually 28 weeks today so I, st I still lift pretty heavy I don't um I get a lot of questions on Instagram like hey how do you lift now that you're pregnant like what can't what can you do and what can't you do um obviously I'm not hitting PRs but <laughs> I'm still I'm still lifting a decent amount of weight and um I lost my train of thought that's all right I think I think that was an awesome answer like you said That's how you're always brain. <laughs> <laughs> but I love how you said you know you're always trying to do something right like you're always trying to keep some backbone and that's one thing we love about your pages you're super transparent right like you I saw just the other day you posted like they only did if you went to the gym walked on the treadmill did like some chest flies or something and you're like yeah. wasn't the craziest workout but it was something and like yeah. you know that's something I'm a big believer in, right? Like you just need to get out there and do it, like not have that all or nothing attitude. Like even myself, I've had clients that have gotten pregnant and said, Hey, like I want to do everything I can just despite this. And I've had people that are like, I'm pregnant. I can't do anything. I'm just sitting down. Like I don't want to do anything. Like, so how, um, you know, even through all the changes, uh, with everything, is that just one thing that you've really tried to stick to to always say like, Hey, this is being part of my life. I'm going to keep this part of my life. Like I'm going to keep making sure that it is a priority like what has really encouraged you to kind of do that throughout all these changes of your life if you will oh yeah um the num the i would say the number one thing is just knowing that it's healthy for you um i mean even just like it's good for your bones and i don't think lifting weights and i don't think that i don't think that a lot of people 
think about working out in that way. I, because I know, and I'm saying this because before I got into working out, um, back when I was like, I started working out when I was 17 or 18. So back when I was like 15 years old, you know, you get online, you see people that look good and you're like, I want to look like that. So that's when I started looking into it. And my view on fitness before wasn't, oh, people work out because it's healthy for them and they should do it if they can. It was, oh, these people just want to look good. That's why they're working out. Um, so what keeps me going, even if I'm in a rut and I'm not meeting goals that I set for myself, I stay happy because working out is healthy and that's what keeps me going. And then now that I have kids, like they're going to see that too. And hopefully, you know, when they get older, they're going to work out because it's good for you. <laughs> they're, uh, they're already hitting PRs, right? And your stomach yeah. when you're at the gym. So there you, that's how you start them off, right? That's yeah. awesome. And like my, another interesting thing I kind of had is like, obviously you built a really big, awesome Instagram, 758 posts, 117,000 followers. Like, was that something you did like to keep yourself accountable to obviously you're really, really great at documenting. That's something me and Kyle are trying to work on, but like, I feel like you're always making a point to document something in your life. Sorry about that. So like what kind of encouraged you to start that up? So actually I can't remember the year I started, but I think it's been four years that I've been doing it. Um, really I started because to document things, but, um, there's great opportunities when with having a following of any niche, whether it's like fitness or beauty or dancing, having a following is always a good thing. Um, so documentation and opportunities, you know, like being sponsored by a supplement company or a fitness clothing line, it helps out a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I, go ahead, Kyle. Oh, no, it's all good. Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. It's kind of funny because uh, we've been sponsored by the same company at the same time, the EHP Labs. That's how we, uh, yeah. that's how we knew you. Um, but I think that's awesome. And, you know, I really just wanted to say that I love the fact that you're preaching health as well. Like even myself, I used to just be, I find the people who only care about looks and that's it. Like they're going to stop at a certain point. And mm -hmm. that's just one of the biggest mistakes. And you're just, it's going to get tough. Like I know whether I look great or, or not great is I still get it done. And health is always going to be number one. Josh always says he wants us to keep squatting till he's 70. Right. I think that's amazing. But <laughs> for you, like you, and, and I guess I made a mistake once again, I, I saw the photos, like she definitely competed, but you've had some like amazing transformations. You've, you've gone through different phases. You've pretty much almost gotten stage ready. Like what are your top tips? Like for, achieving that transformation you know we'll we'll put up or, or you can just take a look at her instagram scroll through you'll see she's done some amazing things like anyone out there who just wants to achieve what you've achieved like what are your top couple tips that you'd share with the listeners from forgetting super lean not yeah not even like yeah just like losing body fat and just kind of achieving that physique that you're like yes i've i've achieved it i'm happy i'm fit i'm healthy you know stuff like that 
Okay, yeah. So I would say mindset, like you you have to be doing it for the right reasons. Um, if you're trying to lose weight because you want to like impress a certain person, you might not make it. <laughs> uh, I just like, ever since I started when I was like 17, 18 years old, I wanted to see how far I could get. I wanted to see what I looked like being super lean. And uh, really, once I, so this, I mean, this might not be realistic for everyone, but I would do cardio pretty, pretty much every single morning. And I'm talking, this is the time I'm talking about, like, if you look back in my Instagram and see pictures where I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty lean, like you said, like almost stage ready, but, uh, I was, I would do cardio every single morning and it came, it became like a routine. Like I, it felt weird if I didn't do it. Um, so that along with another thing I'm really forgetting about is a couple years ago when I was at my leanest, right before all that happened, I started getting these stomach issues. Um, <laughs> not gonna lie. It's because I was eating like a bag of candy every night. Like I would, like, you know, if it fits your macros, I would fit a bag of candy into my diet every night. And, uh, I started to get these stomach issues and I went to the doctor for them. I got an ultrasound. They couldn't find anything. So they were like, if this, if you keep having this problem, we're going to have to send you to a stomach specialist. They're going to have to stick a tube down your stomach. And I was like, okay, no, like I'm not, I don't want to go through that. Um, I, I know that I'm not eating good. So I should probably just change my diet and see if these stomach issues go away. And that was when I really dove into researching like food and um, my diet completely changed. So that is another reason why I got super lean. It was, it just so happened to be at the same time that I was doing a lot of cardio, but at the same time, I always wanted to achieve that for myself. So when they were going on at the same time, it, it just ended up working out perfectly. And um, when I finally decided like I wanted to bulk, gain muscle, uh, I was still doing the cardio every day. And I, I just found out that it was hard for me after changing my diet for so long, it was hard for me to like start eating more food. And um, so I had to give, I had to give up one. It was like, either I need to force myself to eat more food or I need to stop doing all this cardio because I'm just burning too many calories and I'm not gonna gain any muscle. Um, but that's when that all changed. So I would say, I would say my, you have to have the right mindset to get there. You can't just, I mean, 
wanting it can be enough, but sometimes it's not enough. You just have to have the right mindset to get there and di discipline, obviously. If you're dieting all week, but then you're eating like crap and drinking on the weekends, it's probably not going to happen for you. There yeah, were like, I, I'm sorry. there was a lot of times that I would go hang out with friends and everyone's drinking. Um, and I, I would, I wouldn't drink because I had bigger priorities, I guess. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I think a lot of what you said ties together about, you know, I think a lot of us start for that aesthetic reason, you know, we want to look good, we want to <laughs> do whatever, and then it evolves, right? Like, and that's how it should, like, we're big proprietors of sustainability and, you know, really doing it for the long term, not just succeeding off a meal plan for 30 days, 60 days, right? But making mm -hmm. it some backbone of your life, because these things happen, right? Like, you know, pregnancy happens, um, you know, tragedy can happen, great things can happen, you know, you could win a vacation around the world, like, you got to yeah. have that backbone, right, to really make it fit into your lifestyle. And I love what you said about just making it habitual, where you almost don't even have to think about it, it's just something you want to do and something you're comfortable doing, like eating good foods, you know, maintaining these habits, doing all these great things. Like, I think you really wrap that together quite nicely. And I guess a, a little bit of a transition here. Like, you know, I haven't been pregnant yet. No, I'm kidding. That, that was Kyle's joke. I wow. stole it. He, he said it earlier and it was so funny. We laughed and we're like, oh, yeah. you know, we missed it. But I, out of curiosity, even as a trainer, I've heard such different things. And, you know, one thing I remember, I was in the gym and there was a, a lady there and she, um, she had like, she must've been pretty deep in her pregnancy. I think she was like seven months and she was squatting like a plate, you know, you could really see in her stomach. And I'm like, wow, that, that's intense. That's some hustle. That's some, and I know you said you're still lifting. So what from, as someone who's done it, obviously, you know, you're not like a doctor or anything, but like, what do you advise to someone like, Hey, I just found out I'm pregnant. How should I start to change my training and my nutrition? Like, you know, what have you had from having the experience of multiple pregnancies here? So, I mean, what I did for both pregnancies, like at the beginning of the pregnancy with my daughter and this one, I just, I never changed anything. I didn't see a reason to. I know that um, some women are high risk, like they have a high risk pregnancy, so they need to change their workout, but that wasn't the case for me. I didn't have a high risk pregnancy um, at first, towards the end of my pregnancy with my daughter, at like 36 weeks, so I literally had like a month left, I started to get high blood pressure, and um, that was when I stopped going to the gym, because I got the high blood pressure, which it wasn't considered preeclampsia, it was just gestational hypertension, but that's far off from like when I first started and I was like five weeks pregnant. I didn't, I didn't change anything. I was still lifting the same amount of weight that I was lifting before I got pregnant. Um, and same for this one. I wasn't, I wasn't nervous because I had the gestational hypertension. Um, Usually you don't get that until like the close to the end anyways. 
so when I found out I was pregnant this time, I just, same thing, I continued what I was doing. Um, and that brings me back to when I lost my train of thought. The only thing that you'll start, like, as your stomach gets bigger, obviously you want to stay away from, like, putting pressure on your stomach. And, we, you know, there's certain machines at the gym where um, you do, like, there's, I'm trying to think of a, like a hammer strength row, you know, you put all that, you're putting all the yeah, pressure. Yeah, you're really driving into that. <laughs> in your stomach. I still do that machine, but I kind of like, I put my hand on the pad just enough to where like my stomach's not even touching it and I can still get a good row in there. Um, but yeah. And as far as like doing core workouts in the beginning I was doing like normal core exercises because uh really it just starts to become a problem when you're when you get bigger and your at your abs I guess yeah they would start to they start to separate in the middle just because you're getting bigger um that's when you would probably want to change your core exercises. Um, there's just some that aren't good for you <laughs> when you're at that stage of pregnancy. So, uh, but honestly, I'm not big on doing core exercises. I like, I rely on getting a lot of core strength from like squats and things like that. So I haven't been doing core exercises for a while probably when it started bothering me back back when my I started getting a little bump around like maybe three or four months um but yeah that would that would be my advice on that I didn't I don't see a point in if you're already lifting weights I don't see a point in changing anything but if you're not lifting weights and you find out that you're pregnant and you want to work out just because you want to stay healthy during the pregnancy, I would probably seek uh, help, maybe like a trainer that's experienced with that sort of thing. But yeah, I don't, yeah, the, I don't change anything. That's always kind of been my stance as a trainer. Like I've worked with a few people through it. And, you know, I know some people say, my doctor says, just stop working out. And I'm like, you know, like, I understand there's things going on, and you don't want to perhaps like you said, be hitting all times PRs, but like to stay active and healthy. And I'm even mm -hmm. sure for you, like the benefits of walking are just incredible. You know, like even I just had a, you know, a minor surgery like a few years ago and I couldn't work out for a while, but I still walked and the importance of blood flow and like all these things really definitely do start to tie it together, you know, which is yeah. good. And then even on the nutritional side of things, I'm curious too, like how it changed. Like, you know, I know once again, we, even a recent episode, we talked about how literature is so you know with protein you know some doctors can be super anti-protein like you know what advice have you heard what advice like have you personally believed in like you know in terms of nutrition for during a pregnancy during a pregnancy honestly I've never I haven't heard not to do any other than the there's like not eating lunch meat because there's this bacteria called listeria in there um 
raw eggs, but even I found that to be, uh, so I don't go, I don't go to a hospital for my prenatal appointments. I go to a birth center and I see a midwife and, um, at the beginning of this pregnancy or like around like month three, I guess I was really craving like a sunny side up egg, but you hear everyone talk about how you shouldn't eat raw eggs. And when I say sunny side up, I mean like, like I just wanted the bottom cooked and that was it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So the yolk was raw and even some egg white around it was raw. That's how I wanted it. And I asked my midwife about it and she was like, as long as you're buying quality eggs, it's, it should, it's fine. So, I mean, you're going to hear different things from everybody. You just have to make your own decision and who you want to listen to, unless you yourself are the expert, which is not the case most times. But, um, and you know, like raw fish, I think that's, I think that's still a no to eat sushi and raw fish, which of course I was craving that at one point, but (laughs) I love it. Um, yeah, I, I I never heard, because I never went to a doctor, it was always a midwife. I was never told um, anything weird, like, like I drink protein shakes still, because sometimes I just don't like to eat my protein, I just want to, I know I need it, so I drink a protein shake to get it over with, but uh, I've never been told, like what you mentioned about how some doctors are anti-protein. I've never, I've never heard of that before. I just got that the other day. It was, uh, you know, she's having, you know, somewhere over a hundred grams and um, apparently, you know, protein has uh, all these crazy chemicals and I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's just, I'm like, anyways, another story for a different day. But um, I had a bit of a, a question that, I, uh, a different question that I like to ask every single guest. It's like, you know, especially when it comes to like balance, like you're with, you know, just full-time job, um, the one kid, the one kid on the way now, like what is like, how do you kind of like structure everything and like, you know, I guess balance everything to like be able to still get those workouts in and, you know, live a healthy and fit lifestyle while doing everything you're doing, you know? what's what how, what's your tips and strategies there so for me since it's been a part of my life for a long time it's very important and um if it's super important and it's a priority to you you're gonna you're gonna find time to make it happen whether it's like waking up a little bit early or like staying up a little bit later, eating dinner later because you need to go work out. Um, For, yeah, for me, it's just, it's always been a part of my life. So I make, I make time for it because it's a huge priority for me. And as far as that's for working out, as far as eating goes, I'm not perfect all the time. Like I still eat some food that's probably not good for me like candy and baked goods like highly processed foods but um I found I can't meal prep it's just it doesn't work out for me I think by like day five your food starts not tasting good (laughs) so uh I just 
I guess it's a priority thing there too. Cause we all want food to be convenient, you know? I would much rather like go buy something that's already made instead of cooking it. But that's not gonna work out long term. So I guess I mean like I don't wanna sound I don't wanna say this in a bad way, but kind of like get over it if <laughs> You know, true, hey. <laughs> let them know. You be, yeah, you have yeah, to. No, that's a, you have to cook if you don't. If you want to be healthy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a part of it. It's tough, right? Like it's an adjustment for sure. You know, especially people that aren't paying attention to nutrition at all. Like making that transition. <laughs> like I'm sure all of us. You know, even I remember in high school. Like I used to eat garbage. You know, like mcdonald's for lunch eat whatever for dinner skip breakfast you know and it's such an adjustment when you start tracking macros and eat healthier like oh my goodness how did i survive almost right like (laughs) yeah and then another big thing if you're cooking all the time is dishes like every day my sink is full because i'm cooking everything and it sucks but like i said you just you have to get over it because it's a priority to eat good I got a fun question for you. So I've heard um, in particular, like obviously Kyle, uh, Kyle let me know. He's like, yeah, her husband's shredded. Like he's a big guy, you know? And like, (laughs) I just pulled up his Instagram here in the background. And I've heard that from time to time, the husband can actually gain weight during a pregnancy too, right? Because you're Mm -hmm. around, you know, you're both have this new stressor. It's this new thing, right? You know, you got cravings. Like how, how did it affect him? Like, was there anything interesting there? Like, obviously he's a really like, disciplined person but how did that dynamic change right like both of you just being super into fitness to all this change happening to knowing like you're taking care of someone else like what did that pivot look like so honestly this time it this time it's going better um last time is also i'm forgetting with pregnancy you have cravings like Mm -hmm like hardcore cravings like you literally can't stop thinking about it until you give your stomach what it wants and um have y'all heard of fat and weird cookie i have not have you Kyle? yeah so that's uh bradley and uh audrey's uh you know bradley we met him in texas um at the yeah. gym yeah it's uh, a yeah. company so they look they look really good <laughs> they're so good and uh with my first pregnancy That was when we, I think they had started the company before that, but that's when like it really, I guess, started to go viral, their cookies. And so we finally decided to buy some. And it got to the point where like every weekend we were eating one of their cookies. And their small ones are like four and a half ounces, which are pretty big for a cookie but they have a mega cookie that's like 14 and a half ounces. Okay. And, <laughs> and we would buy those and we would split, like like I can only eat a half of one of those mega cookies, but my husband Cameron can eat like a whole cookie. I'm, I'm sure any guy could, but he pretty much ate whatever I wanted to eat. Like if I had a certain craving, he would also eat it. So he didn't gain a ton of weight because he's also like, if he eats really bad one day, he's he's gonna go and do a bunch of cardio for 
a while. And when I say a while, I mean like for a week, he'll do a bunch of cardio. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it kind of evened itself out, but I've heard the same thing. I've heard like some men put on like the same amount of weight as their pregnant partner. And <laughs> I'm like, wow, really? I've, not, I've never seen it, but I've heard it. And yeah, for us, he just, he ate whatever I ate this time. Like an example would be this past weekend. Uh, I love donuts and I've been better this pregnancy versus my last one. Uh, I just like, I haven't, I got the donuts because I hadn't had them in a long time. And I thought for sure, like, oh, for sure he's, I got him some donuts because I thought for sure he was going to want some, but he actually didn't eat a single donut. Wow. Yeah. But even to your point, right? Like by making it part of your life, you know, even when these things happen or you enjoy food, you know, like that self-correction, like having that foundation of, you know, fitness and health is part of my life. Like, you know, it's just definitely a really healthy, you know, view to have. And like, even when you feel yourself slipping to have that ability to pull yourself back, that skill set, like, you know, that's just a testament to the hard work you both have put in. And I guess one more fun question I kind of have that I think is interesting is obviously fitness and health is such a big component of both of your lives. Like, how are you going to kind of demonstrate that for your children? Like, are you going to have them like, you know, even with, you know, their nutrition, like, how are you going to start to, you know, show them your passion, like in a healthy way? Like if that's something you've really thought about. Yeah, I think it, I think it's just going to happen naturally. Like, I think any parent that has a, that lives a healthy lifestyle, like has a decent diet. For instance, like right now, my daughter, she's almost 16 months. So, you know, she, she eats solid foods. Um, for dinner, usually she'll, she'll just eat what we're eating. So, you know, if I'm making food that is healthy for us, she's going to eat that. And, you know, like, I think that's really how it happens is, you know, some parents, which I'm not trying to, like, throw shame or anything, but some parents we'll just do chicken tenders and french fries a lot of the time. And so if that's what the parents are eating, they're gonna give that to their kid. They're not gonna, most of the time, the parent's not gonna cook something separately for their child. They're just gonna eat whatever the parent is eating. So, right, like right now, she's eating what we eat, which is decent. Of course, I give her some things like if I'm eating a cookie I'll give her I'll give her some I'm not super strict on anything like that but as far as the working out goes right now our gym has a kids club um they don't like work out in the kids club it's just like a separate room for them to go play uh because I, I think, yeah I used to work in one of those so randomly like I used to do front yeah. desk at the gym and they're like hey you're working with the kids and I'm like is this even legal? Like I literally had like eight babies. It was the funniest thing. Like literally like nine month old, like 
little babies like that I was taking care of them like I don't know what I'm doing in here but it is funny like seeing them play at the gym and, and like yeah. that's a good answer too I've heard like it is tough like as a parent I can only imagine right like you're so busy you're doing a million things like even your real estate you know obviously being a wife like doing this and like last thing you want to do is make like super high quality food when you could just easily do some tenders and fries in the oven super oh, quick yeah. Like you said, like having that as your priority, I think that's the best thing. Like even my mother, like she tried her best, you know, to make sure I was eating good foods, introduce vegetables, mm -hmm. like for treats to be treats, like you're still kids. But like you said, giving that example is like something I'm very thankful for. Like even some of my friends, you know, their parents just gave them whatever, unlimited whatever. And like, they're like, you know, it upsets them now. Like, so I think that's a, a really, really great answer there. And like you said, even just lean by example, right? It's like, oh, mom, dad work out. Like, it's definitely something uh, the kids are going to want to keep there. Uh, it was absolutely awesome having Courtney on here. Uh, big shout out to her. You can check out her social media. Um, also, she is a real estate uh, agent in the San Antonio area. Uh, so any info you want to give there, just in case we got a lot of listeners down there. So, I mean, you can, I feel like I don't want to give out like my phone number right on here. Yeah, but... probably not. <laughs> Maybe through your page, right? Like are you yeah, active you can, in the DMs? You can definitely, you can definitely find it on my Instagram if you're looking for any real estate services, but, um. I don't know if if y'all are able to put anything on the screen or if you've already done it, but really I just am big on Instagram. Like I had a YouTube at one point. I don't suggest going to look at it because I've made some of the <laughs> videos private and I like don't have a Twitter, um, TikTok, none of that. Really, it's oh, just Instagram. Insta yeah, that's yeah, cool. that's my that's my main platform, um, and it's just at. Courtney Visig. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, we'll definitely put that in the show notes and, you know, thank you so much for taking the time. I feel like uh, this is very valuable for anyone who is just, you know, looking to become better and also manage other areas of their life. Cause you've done an incredible job at that. So thank you for, you know, taking time to film this today and uh, be here. Yeah. Thank you for having me and thank you for thinking of me. <laughs> no worries. Absolutely. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you in the next episode. Peace out. Peace and love always.